Welcome to Sisters Inc., our podcast for and about women business owners, brought to you by Black Enterprise. I'm your host, Elisa Gumbs. Black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in America. And on every episode of Sisters Inc., we'll sit down with one successful CEO and share how she slays the challenges of being a Black woman in business. Today's episode is all about building a business with your spouse. We're chatting with Monique Wilson Debriano who, along with her husband, founded Charleston Gourmet Burger Co., a burger marinade and sauce that turned ordinary burgers into an extraordinary experience. Welcome to Sisters Inc., Monique, and thanks so much for sitting down with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. You have called Charleston Gourmet Burger an accidental business because you didn't set out to start one. Tell us all about the origin of the company. Yes. Yeah, so I tell everyone that Charleston Gourmet Burger Company is an accidental business because it's true. We really were not trying to have a business. We started our business in our backyard at a family barbecue. Um, my husband and I, Shavala, we love burgers so much. So our first date was at McDonald's. It has continued. And so when we were having our family and friends over, he decided that he wanted to make an amazing hamburger. And by he, that means me, because he does not cook. So uh, so I'm like, okay, I, on top of all the stuff I have to do, I'm going to have to come up with a whole new hamburger recipe. And so we worked together on the recipe, came up with a concoction, and the idea was to serve it at the, well, test it. And if we liked it, then we would serve it to our guests, which we had almost 100 people that year coming to our house. And so what happens, you know, you guys have had parties before, before we knew it, we looked out the window, people are coming down our driveway. And I just said to Shivalo, serve it. If they hate it, they can eat something else because we had a ton of other options there. And so we served it and just forgot about it. And next thing you know, my mother stops me and she's like, look at the grill. And we had about 30 people at the grill standing there making conversation with their plates and just waiting for these hamburgers. And I just looked at Shivalo and I laughed and I just said, we should sell these. But I was really just joking because everybody has something that they make that's really good. And people say, oh, you got to get this out there. So I was really just joking at that point. But what happened is we really decided to take it serious. And our idea was, let's give it six months. If it works, We'll keep going. If it doesn't, we'll go back to how our life is now because our, we lived a good life then. And so that's kind of how we looked at it. And over 10 years later, we're still going. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. Whenever you have a line of people at the grill, you know you're doing something right. <laughs> yes. So back then, did you have any reservations about starting a business with your spouse? Back then, when we first got started, I did have reservations about starting a business with my spouse because I had had other businesses before. I've always been an entrepreneur. He's never had a business. And so he's only had one job his entire life, which is working for New York City Fire Department as a paramedic. So he is very structured. He has to know like to the penny how much money is coming in every week, every two weeks. And I am really, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I roll the dice. I'll go down to zero. I'll eat pork and beans till I get what I like. That's how I am. He is the total opposite. So I knew there was going to be a lot having, you know, I would have to compromise a lot, a lot of give and take 
So yes, I was worried because I know how my husband is. He's not a risk taker like me. <laughs> I love that. You're so honest about that. And a true entrepreneur. When you say pork and beans, the other entrepreneurs out there are like, mm-hmm, yep, I'm sure. Yep, y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely do know. But um, yes. it's it's so like... Other people have that experience, too, where you said you were already an entrepreneur and, you know, he wasn't. So that that means that your expectations of entrepreneurship going into it were not the same. How did you get on the same page? One, I will say I am blessed to have a husband that is very passive and he trusts me. <laughs> so but there was a lot of. A compromise on well I had to do a lot of compromise on my part because the type of personality I have is like I kind of do one in my way all the time and so what we did in the beginning if it was something that he wasn't truly passionate about he would say okay fine you can do it I had to kind of learn how to do that because I always wanted it my way <laughs> so I had to learn to like say okay he has an idea let him have his idea and and let's do it his way. So yeah, had I had to learn that. And I'm still learning there because sometimes I do slip up. So I'm still learning. At the beginning, did you two sit down, talk about it, lay out like a formal process for how you would make decisions together or how you would handle disagreements? Or did that all sort of develop over time? In the beginning, we didn't have a formal process and we really don't have one now. It was kind of like we just settled into our roles. Um, there are some things that he's stronger in than me and vice versa. And so going in, we did know that I'm a very techie person. I love software. I love all that kind of stuff. So right away, we knew he wasn't going to be involved with doing any code for the website or anything like that. We knew that because that's not what he does. So we kind of already, you know, we never wrote it down or never really discussed it, but we kind of knew what each other's roles would be. I knew he was really going to be doing logistics with all the freight and stuff because he's very structured. He's very organized. So I'm like, okay, that's you. You do that. So we kind of, it kind of came natural for us. And when disagreements do come up in the business, how do you work through them? When disagreements come up, that's a tough one because even now, I mean, I think we've gotten better because we're more than 10 years in. But again, it goes back to what does this really mean to you? Like, do you really have to fight to the death for this one thing? Like, you know, so it's kind of like, and we do say that now to each other, like, does it really mean that much to you? Okay, fine. You can do it. So we have gotten a lot better with not taking stuff personal. And I think that's one thing when you're married and you're having a business together, we are together 24 hours a day. We really are. Like there is no separation. Um, we are, we're always together. And so for us, it was kind of like, you have to learn again, what's each other's strength. You can't get mad about everything and it can't spill into your marriage. So if I'm upset because I told you to send this email at whatever time and it didn't go out. It doesn't mean you're not getting dinner tonight. It just means I'm upset that <laughs> you didn't send that email when I told you to. <laughs> so, you know, those things that, you know, you do have to learn because it, it can get like that. And I mean, it had in the beginning, it was kind of like, you know, I would find myself holding a grudge 
over something that happened in the business that had nothing to do with our marriage. And so you got to make sure that you have that line there. Yeah, I was just actually about to ask you that because anyone who's involved in a family business has to figure that part out. Like, how do you balance yeah. business and family or how do you separate them when it's necessary? So, like, I mean, what was that learning process like for you? <laughs> I I will tell you the learning process of separating marriage and business, it, it, again, is something that in the beginning we didn't know. So I would catch myself sometime, not really him because he's not really a grudge holder. You know, he's, he's very, very passive and I'm blessed to have that type of spouse. But really, it was really me. Like I would find myself like being short or something because of something that happened way in the morning that he's not even thinking about. And so I really had to like condition myself to say, girl, like, He's not even thinking about that. It's not that important. It has nothing to do with the marriage. Like business hours are off. So you have to really just be intentional and not. And again, if you're upset over something, you're upset at the issue. It's not his character. It's not, it's nothing else. It's the issue. It's whatever you're upset over. And it took me time to learn that because I didn't, I didn't learn that in the beginning and I would catch myself doing little things. So it's just being intentional. Yes, absolutely. Um, when you look back on this journey, you mentioned you're more than 10 years in now. You started out, you know, in your own backyard, literally making burgers for people and then to farmers markets. And now you're sold, you know, at some of the biggest retailers on the planet. What has that journey been like for you building the business to where you are now? The journey for us, I mean, it's, it's just, to me, it's still a dream. And, you know, my uncle said to me, how does it feel to have made it? And I'm like, I don't feel like we've made it. Like we have so much more we want to do. And I mean, I can remember when we first started and we had our first farmer's market. We hadn't even done the market yet. And we were just laying on our bed and looking up at the ceiling. And we were just shouting out different stores that we wanted to be in. And we were just naming them and just dreaming together and to now have accomplished that and so much more. It, it feels so good. And it, it's still for us, sometimes we can just pinch ourselves that this is really happening. Like this is our reality. We really made it happen. So, you know, for us, it never gets old. It never gets old. We're so appreciative and we're so thankful for every opportunity. I love that story about you two laying on the bed and just looking up because so often you hear yeah. about, um, you know, the work that goes into it and couples working together, but you don't hear about couples dreaming together is is that sort of like an intentional thing between you or is it just the way you are we are you know i always say he's my human and we say that about each other because you, you know we do dream together and we're always on one accord so i love even if we are disagreeing is just for a matter of time because we know what the goal is so for us, you know, it's like I, I say one beat, one sound. We're moving as one together for that goal. So, uh, you know, for Shivalo and I, it it comes natural for us to to work together, to dream together. It just it just works. It just works. That's why I say he's my hero. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that there is so much more still for 
for you to do. So what's next for Charleston Burger, uh, Charleston Gourmet Burger? So we are looking at plant-based options. We get emails all the time. Our customers are always asking us about it. So that's something that we're really being intentional about. Uh, we have a lot of customers that have a spicy palate. I don't really like spicy food, so that's why the products we have now are not spicy, but the customers have been asking for it. So um, we do, we've been working really hard on developing some new flavors, some new sauces. So you'll be seeing a lot of new products roll out from Charleston Gourmet Burger Company. As we talk about your expansion plans, um, can you share with us how working with major retailers like Amazon has helped you grow your business? Working with Amazon has been a blessing because, you know, when I think about sometimes when I look at, I go in and I, I'll look at where we are shipping these products to, a lot of these places I've never been. Some of the places I've never heard of and to think that an idea, a product, our recipe is going out to thousands of people, you know, across the country and sometimes internationally. It just, it, you know, it baffles me like, is this really happening? It is really a dream come true for us. And I'm so thankful to Amazon because you know what they do we couldn't have done we can't we couldn't we can't do this on our own there's no way we can ship that product out that efficiently you know as quickly as they get it out to the customers all over the world and we're just so thankful for it you and your husband also went through their black business accelerator uh, what did you take away from that that has helped you with the business so when we came to amazon it was a totally new platform. We had no idea how to navigate it. And I'm so thankful for the Black Business Accelerator because they literally took us by the hand. Uh, we had um, calls every two weeks with them showing us how to list the product, how to make it look better, how to really, you know, get out there and be able to go against those, you know, competitors and end up getting the sale and just navigating it, advertising, um, all, all of that stuff. We didn't know how to do it. And now when I look back, when I look at where we are now to when we started, we have learned so much. We have learned so much from being in that accelerator. It has just been, it's, it's, it's worth it. I, I'm always telling everybody, you're not, a, you're not part of the Black Business Accelerator. You got to sign up because it is, it's just all that. It's been so helpful to us and we're so thankful. Uh, one of the things that I was so excited about as I was learning about you is how much of what you've learned you're sharing with others. You and your husband also founded Recipe for Retail, where you help chefs, mm -hmm. home cooks, and foodies turn their recipes into retail products. I think that's such a great resource, especially for our community, because we have so many amazing home cooks who don't know how to take what they're doing from the kitchen to store shelves. Tell us about that business. So Recipe for Retail, we started that really out of a need because when we started, we looked for a program like this. We wanted to get in a program like this to teach us how to do it. And there, it, we couldn't find anything. And so we get emails, we get calls, we get DMs on Instagram of people saying, how are y'all doing this? I have my grandmother's sweet potato pie that I would love to get out there. I would love to honor my mother. And so Shivalu and I just sat down and said, okay, 
We know how to do this. We've made connections with the retailers. Let's put a program together and show people exactly how to do it. And so recipe for retail takes you all the way from idea. So you can just literally have a recipe. You don't even need to know how to cook. You don't have to be a chef, nothing. We will take, we will take that recipe, your idea, and help you work with a manufacturer, which we give you the list of manufacturers. We tell you all your certifications, insurance, packaging, anything you need to be in a retail store, we're going to teach you how to do. And we also share with you our templates. So those same pitch decks that I use to get into some of the biggest retailers in the country, we give those to our students. So that way we know you're going to go in there and get that yes, and you're going to be polished, and you're going to be able to start building that generational wealth for your family. And that's all the stuff that you guys had to learn the hard way, right? We had to learn it the hard way because when we first started, Shivalo's idea was once we knew that we really had a viable product and we had tested it at the farmer's market, Shivalo's idea was I'm going to go to Walmart and buy one of those machines where you can like, you know, um, shrink your food and then we'll put it in our freezer and we'll ship it out. And, and I'm like, we'll kill people. You cannot ship meat through the post office. Like you can't do that. So we had to learn how to do it. We had to go and learn how to, how to you know, hire someone, which is a co-packer. We had to learn there was a process to it. We had to learn that you can't go to Staples and buy food packaging because that's not that's not going to hold up. We had to learn all of those different things. And it took us a while to do that. So Recipe for Retail is so great because all the information is streamlined. All you have to do is log into our online classroom, look at our, our videos, which we pre-record them. So that way you can watch it 10, 15 times to make sure you have it down. Um, that way, you know, you have the whole process. So it's streamlined. You don't have to, once you're working with us, you don't have to Google for information because everything is inside our platform. But a new thing that we added that I'll tell you quickly is we also have invested in credit repair software because a lot of people in our community, we don't talk about finances. We don't talk about credit. We don't get a lot of that stuff at home. So some of the people coming into the program, they have bad credit. So when they're done with our program and they want to get a small business loan, they can't get it. So we have a DIY service. They log into their portal. It teaches them about a budget, about cleaning up your credit, how to maintain your credit. And then we have another portal you can log into that teaches you how to set up your business credit. So again, you're separating your business and your personal credit. And that way you have all the pieces when you finish Recipe for Retail. That I'm so glad that you mentioned um, credit and money because, you know, you said earlier that your husband wants to know where every single cent is going and you will go all the way down to zero, roll the dice. You are a risk taker. What are the money yes. conversations like between the two of you when it comes to business that you clearly have two different approaches? We do. The money conversation so now we're better, but when we first started, like again, I'm uh, when I again how I'm wired. I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm not afraid. But he's like, um, okay, just because we made this amount of money, we can't just turn around and spend that back out. Like this money has to go here. So you know, we had to learn. You know, not and by we, I'll say me had to really learn because another thing about being an entrepreneur. 
I always say it's feast or famine. You can be way up one month and something could happen like the pandemic and then you can be way down. So, you know, I feel it's good when you have a husband and wife team because you balance each other out. And that's kind of how I feel we do. So even though I'm a risk taker, my husband, not so much. It kind of we, we balance each other out, you know, so I, I, I love that. It gets hard. Money is one thing that's touchy. And I would say have a good accountant because if you can't come to an agreement, trust me, if you have a good accountant, she will get you all the way together. (laughs) So hire a good accountant. If you can't come to an agreement, talk with your accountant. Your accountant should be your partner, you know, like being able to tell you like, "Eh, I don't know if you should do that. Yes. An expert and impartial. That's what you need sometimes, right? Exactly. So with Recipe for Retail, that means you've now launched not one, but two different companies with your spouse. Other than the fact that you balance each other out, what would you say are the keys to your success as business partners? Um, I would say the key to our success is knowing each other's strengths and weaknesses. It really is. Because if it's something and staying in your own lane. I had to learn that. I don't always have to be involved with what he's doing. I don't really like the the shipping and logistics part of the business. He loves that. So there's no reason for me to come in the room when he's speaking with the freight company and say, why are you doing it this way, that way? You know, I'm in my own lane. It's same like if I'm coding something, don't come in and tell me where to put that because you don't know, you know what I'm doing. So, you know, you just have to stay in your own lane and not, again, your marriage is your marriage. Your business is your business. It really is separate, even though you're married. So just keep it separate, stay in your own lane, respect each other's strengths. And, um, you know, and, and for us, that's been the, the, the for me, the key to our success with being married and actually being happy. We're celebrating our 20th wedding anniversary this year. And so we've made it 10 years of business together. 20 years so, of marriage you know, and 10 years of business. Yes. That is an accomplishment. Monique, before we let you go, what one piece of advice would you have for other women out there who are copreneurs or couplepreneurs, if you prefer, they're running a business with their romantic partner. The one thing you wish someone had told you, you know, back at the beginning. The one thing I wish someone had told me was that every day is not going to be fun because sometimes you often see couples and people may look at us and think every day like must be sunshine, but it's not. And like on those stressful days, you know, again, when it, because you are going to have stressful days, things are going to go wrong. Um, I wish someone would, would have told me like, And I know this probably sounds corny. Your grandparents may have said bad times won't last always. It's true. So if you're having a, you know, I wish someone would have said, if you're having a stressful day, you know, don't let it consume you. Don't, you know, don't take it out on your spouse. (laughs) And I wish someone would have been like, you know, I wish I would have had someone to lean on to tell me in the beginning, you know, those little things, you know, your marriage is your marriage, your personal is your personal. And if you're having a bad day, don't let it spill into your marriage. Thank you so much, Monique, for sharing your small business success story. Everyone out there, please take a look at the company website, charlestongourmetburger.com. You can also follow them on Facebook at Charleston Gourmet or on Instagram at Charleston Gourmet Burger. Check out the podcast channel on blackenterprise.com to find Sisters Inc. and other podcasts from Black Enterprise editors, writers, and experts. Be sure to subscribe to Sisters Inc. on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, or YouTube. 
And if you like what you hear, show us some love by leaving a five-star review or put a sister on by spreading the word. I'm Elisa Gums with Sisters Inc. for Black Enterprise. Thank you for listening.